It's another day. I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, You Caught Me. And our scripture reference is taken from Ezekiel chapter 18, verses 5 through 18. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Do you know the phrase, caught, not taught? I first heard it with regards to children, and that makes the most sense. Before I had heard that phrase, I heard a more familiar one. Do as I say, not as I do. Those two ideas stand against each other. Do as I say implies that my only aim is your obedience. As a parent, of course, that isn't altogether wrong, although I'm glad we have learned how misguided it can be. Do as I say assumes the listener is able to see why blind compliance is most suitable. If I am a child, I cannot. It's troubling to me to obey what you say, but ignore what you do. As I mature, guess which of the two I am likely to internalize, what you said or what you did. That's where the truth of caught, not taught comes to light. You may have taught me a lesson with your words. It could be that I remember if you said it enough times. I am prone to have learned more from your actions. What you did spoke more loudly than what you said. Of course, this applies to faith as well. Faith is caught, not taught. And let's be clear, there is a teaching element of faith. We learn biblical concepts, theological ideas, and doctrinal standards. Those instructions, however can be easily discarded. That's the danger when the lives of those teaching do not align with what they're teaching. This applies to pastors, Sunday school teachers, church leaders, parents, and anyone else. I've heard young people worry that their witness will sour what their friends think of faith. They understand what you and I are talking about today. So let's remember the responsibility we have to one another. The prophet Ezekiel offers a wise word to us. It makes perfect sense. Through the prophet, God gives a word about a righteous man who does what is lawful and right. He shall surely live, God says. If his son is not righteous, the son does not live. What sparked my attention today was this line. But if this man has a son who sees all the sins that his father has done. In this scenario, this man refers to the unrighteous son who grew up to have his own son. Each man lives or dies by their response to God's righteousness. It's not that God smites them. The unrighteous son grew to have his own children. But life is different for them. They aren't living in the goodness of God's life. That's not what we want for our children and younger generations. Yes, each person must make decisions for how she or he will live. Shouldn't it be our priority, though, to ensure we offer a faithful witness to them first? 
This week, I responded to an author's question about a new book idea. Here is the question. To pastors and church leaders, what is one thing you would most like to encourage older adults to do differently? The one thing I said was to recover the role of mentorship. In a way, we've seen the church live by do as I say, not as I do. We've also seen the fruit of that. Let's realize no one's listening to a life that says one thing and lives another. To live into our unity as the body of Christ, we need to be models of faith for each other. Older people can mentor younger people. Younger people can inspire older people. Both ideas are biblical. Both are needed. Do as God says and let faith get caught. Stay blessed.